Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 94 on Monday the 30th of August 2010. My name is Steve Layton and I know this because I'm in Brazil! Um, and I said in last week's I was going to be, so it must be me. Um, yeah, as I said, I'm in Brazil. Um, kind of <clears throat> planned this coffee a long time ago and wanted to do it on the farm where the coffee has there come from. I'll tell you more about why it hasn't happened that way. I'm currently on Floresta um, because it seemed more appropriate to do it here than on the farm, but it'll become clear. Anyway, uh, let's dive into the comments. Uh, the comments from last week. Nigel, great episode. Looking slick too. Glad you like the mug, and I love the mug, Nigel. It was brilliant. You could have spilt the beans on the project. Won't be long now. Well, we'll keep you in suspense a little bit longer on the project. Um, Mark said, wow, can really taste the fruit. Best I can get is blackcurrant or blackberry pie filling. That's a really good descriptor, actually, because that filling kind of thing is much different to a fresh blackberry, but it was quite rice. Um, and a slight burnt taste, but very pleasant. Uh, playing around with the parameters, and I'll see what I can get. This is another coffee which really challenges the palate. That's what In My Mug is all about. Um, Chris Rushbrook, very tasty one, really enjoying it. Definitely lovely blackcurrant flavour, although I agree with Mark, I'm picking up a slightly toasted burnt aftertaste. Um, but not at all unpleasant. Really creamy mouthfeel, has been getting good results in Chemex and Siphon. Superb, mate. That's really cool. Thank you for commenting again, Chris. Uh, Kevin H. Wow, massive blackcurrant flavour, really nice as brewed coffee, especially my auto drip. We'll have to get more of this. Well, please do it quickly because it won't be around forever. Uh, Daniel Thomas, wow, first, I first tried this and thought someone had put a fruit salad in my coffee. <laughs> I like it. Uh, really fruity acidity works well in the Kona, and it is for me a brewed coffee, the Gethenbuini Peabree. I uh, actually brought some here for the guys to try on the cupping table, and, and they were really blown away with how fruity it was. So, um, uh, P.S. By all means, post later. The coffee needs a chance to rest, and I normally don't open mine up till Monday. Then I need a few cups to acclimatise. So, no, that's really kind. Thank you. Um, that's on me posting this a little bit later. And then Colin Morgan. Tried this as an espresso. Not bad once I got the grind right. For me, I don't like Kenyans in espresso. Never have, but I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Um, didn't get rave reviews from Mrs M in the latte, though. Uh, brewed coffee, tried it in the Chemex. Thought it was a bit wishy-washy, but tried it again with less water, and it was very nice. Superb. I can't get the fruit salad thing. Um, but can taste the controlled acidity. Generally like a bit more earthy nuttiness in my coffee, but very drinkable. Well, if you like earthiness and nuttiness and sweetness, then today's is going to be just up your street. Um, so yes, what I'm going to do is I'm going to whap you on pause. I'm going to make the coffee here. I have a thermos, I have an aeropress, and I have a hand grinder, and I'm going to brew it up, and I'll be back with you in just a moment. Coffee, 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 your body in a cup I used to be a peon, just a worthless lot of gristle 
Everybody, so I'm back. Um, that is the hardest cup of coffee I think I've ever had to make in this blazing heat. I don't normally break out in a sweat making a cup of coffee. Um, coffee we're going to be talking about today is uh, from Brazil. It's from Minas, uh, not from Minas, from Bahia, where I am, and it's from the Tiapa Diamantina area. It's from a small town called Piata. And um, the plan was to do this coffee on the farm with uh, Joe Barbato, who is the, f the, the, the owner of the farm. We're going to sit down together, hopefully, going to taste the coffee. Um, and that was my plan. I've been saving this coffee for the past kind of two months. Um, it's actually off the site now, so you can, you're only going to get this if you're a subscriber. Um, and, yeah, when I got there, <laughs> I brought the camera, I was all ready to do it, and I kind of realised that it wasn't a good time to do it. Um, the farm, uh, Joe had opened a, a, a supermarket recently um, and was also a, he's a public servant uh, in charge of the vaccine, a cattle vaccine programme in Piata and it just seemed like he took the eye off, his eye off the ball. The farm was in quite bad state. Um, the guys who were helping me take round were like really kind of quite disappointed as well at the state of the, the farm. Um, and it ended up in a big discussion between the guys that, you know, th that the farm wasn't in, in, in a good way. And uh, it didn't seem appropriate to do it. But we did get some samples from the farm and, and we cut them yesterday. And mm, I'm not sure. I, I've got a feeling this could be the last time we see this coffee. And I hate that because I don't like to buy a coffee and not follow it through you know we're not one hit wonders it has been we like to buy coffees for the longer term but this just wasn't good um, so this is the last of the crop that I think is good and this was a stunner from last year the, the, this was one I picked up from the trip here last year on the cupping table the four of us on the cupping table like that's fantastic um, and that's why we bought it shame kind of the way things go but it didn't seem right to do it on the farm but it also didn't seem right to kind of mock something up or, or you know, I could have pretended we were there uh, and you wouldn't have known any different, but it wouldn't have felt right. So um, that's that one out of the way. The farm is uh, called Circa de Pedra, which means stone fence. Um, I couldn't see any stone fences while I was there, but I think it was something to do with the, the diamond trade. Uh, and the, the, there was something about it where that's how it ended up with its name. Um, Joe doesn't live on the farm, it's, it's basically a plot of land and he has a small outbuilding where he does his processing um, but he, he lives in the town of, of Piata um, and while we were there I'm going to show you some pictures now on the screen um, of uh, the work that was going on to try and bring it back into order so basically a lot of plants being cut back we think the crop next year is going to be absolutely tiny but hopefully these measures he's taking now a year too late, but measures he's taking on now will mean that the cup does come back. And, and certainly, if I don't approve it, I want to look at next year's and I want to see whether we were able to pick it up again should the quality pick up. Because I really liked Joe, he was a nice guy, uh, seemed very genuine. Um, but yeah, the, the coffee was not great. Um, farm is located by uh, Divino Spirito de Santo, which I think you might remember from last year. And he's around about two kilometres from uh, Sao Judas, uh, which is another coffee that we stock. 
and also where the number one cup of excellence coffee came from in Brazil. So it has the potential, it has the terroir, it has the rain, it has the sun, um, it just needed some care. So let's dive into the cup anyway. Now, I've made this with the Aeropress and I've made it uh, with a flask that wasn't mine and didn't look in the best of condition in a plastic cup, which I don't think was going to help the brew particularly, but it's still stunning. You still get that milk chocolate, you still get that sweetness, um, it's very, very deep, kind of big-bodied, great mouthfeel, but the biggest, it is milk chocolate, it's like a chocolate milkshake, because it's thick and it's tasty, and I'm going to miss this coffee so much. It's been... It's a real shame when this happens, um, because I do get really quite emotionally attached to the coffees, particularly when I'm in origin, I end, end up being all mushy and emotional, so... Um, real shame that this coffee, I think... W w listen, I haven't ruled it out yet, we've got the sample, and it's coming in my bag back, and I want to cup it in the lab, in controlled conditions, uh, where I can control the water temperature and I can control the extractions because it's very difficult here to, to, to make. I would never make a buying decision at Origin. But my gut feeling is that it's just not up to it. But last year's, three of my mug subscribers will uh, will see, I think it's definitely worth it. Um, I'd be interested to hear your comments on what you think about you know buying coffees and, and, um, and whether so how do I want to word this? If it's appropriate to buy, you know, I mean, we bought that coffee last year. We were planning on buying it this year, hence the trip. I mean, a lot of the reason for the trip. But if it's not good, I, I personally think it's a good thing. You know, we're not here to buy coffees for the sake of it. They've got to be good on the cupping table too. Um, what do you think? Listen, I'm going to wrap it up. Um, I'm sure this has been quite a short one this week and it'll be welcomed. Um... I will talk to you soon, and do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. But that ain't bad coffee.